Welcome to Girls That Invest. Today is Monday, which means we're bringing you Money Confessions, a weekly series where you tell us your deepest, darkest money secrets or hot takes. You're joined today by Sim and Sonia, two best friends who have a lot to say. Let's get into it. Hello, Sonia. Hello, Simran. How are we this morning? I'm actually really good, despite it being super rainy in Toronto, but I feel like spring is springing. And it's so nice that the blooming flowers have some water. Do you know what I mean? Do you get cherry blossoms in Toronto? They make like a two-week appearance, so you have to kind of be very quick to see them. But they were beautiful. Are you going to go to New York? So I remember you saying that you wanted to see cherry blossoms in New York. I know. I thought I was going to do that. I missed cherry blossom season, but I am going to go to New York in the summer. So it works out. And the summer for you is... June? June, July, August. Everyone, school's out. School, you don't have children. You also don't study. No, I know. But like the country, you know, the education system is out. Fun is in. Because education is not fun. Okay. Anyway, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go into a tangent here. I'm going to get into this week's money confession. This is really interesting. Two weeks ago, we had a money confession that was around, you know, my partner, has money between me and I and I like secretly just give some to my mother and we were like "Hmm, okay this is interesting this week it's kind of similar but it's like kind of not dear Sim and Sonia I invested in a startup without telling my husband because I have taken the time to educate myself and learn about investing he hasn't and will therefore not understand and just see it as a uneducated risk. It's my money anyways. It's not in the shared account money for the household. Just don't mention my name. Thank you. This is a money confession that I was not expecting. When I said to you guys, like, send in your money confessions, I didn't realize there were actually secrets that you had from your families and friends and loved ones that you were going to send in to me. And now we have to deal with this. And this is my own fault. But here we are. Before we dive into this situation, I just want to, in general, chat with you, Sonia, about, like, what would you do if you had a partner that was just not interested in money? Would you be, like, making investment or financial decisions for the both of you without their knowledge? No. That's not even like a nuanced answer. It's just a straight no. No, I wouldn't. I think the even the question of like, just say they're not interested in money sounds like a privilege to me in the world that we live in. My ideal relationship and when I enter like a partnership with someone, like I want them to have the same values, morals and like future goals. It's okay that you're not, in finance or you know it's okay that you're not in finance it's okay that you're not in finance it's okay that you don't have a podcast about money you know it's okay but I feel like talking about it and being on the same page is like this is what we want to do this is what our future goals are that's a huge part of doing life with someone and I think it's interesting because we've had a few of these now of I'm not telling my partner about money and I'm not, I like have a secret bank account and all of that. And it's interesting to me because I feel like when you hide something from your partner or when you don't tell them something and you feel guilty about it, that is saying something. Like for me, it shows a lack of trust. Like why are we not telling our partner these things, you know? 
Why are we not feeling safe in our relationships or comfortable in our relationships where we can chat about it? I feel like it goes to a deeper issue and it makes me quite sad. Before, when we started doing this, it was like kind of funny. Like we'd make jokes about it. And now I'm like, you have a million dollars and your partner doesn't know about it, you know? Like, (laughs) that's so dramatic. But that's how I feel right now. I feel sad, a little bit sad. Okay, you've softened up. Like, come back. Like, let's just, let's, (laughs) let's reel it in. I have to ask, what would you do if you had a partner who was just like, look, I just don't believe in investing. I don't understand it. Because we actually have a lot of people send that in to us and say to us, my partner's just not ready to invest. What do I do about it? Like, how do I convince them to invest? Or they're stopping me from investing because they're scared about it. If your partner's like, look, just don't invest. I'm not comfortable with that. How would you react? Would you just invest behind their back? Short answer, no, I wouldn't do it behind their back, but I would do it anyway with their knowledge. (laughs) I think it's very bold to tell someone what to do with their money, especially if your risk tolerances are different. I think I am the type of person that like likes going deeper into stuff. So like unpacking it and maybe like setting them up with like how to educate them and like, you know, talking through their fears together. But I don't think that should stop me from investing and I also don't think that I would hide it from them like if they're comfortable enough with me and sharing like they're a little bit scared they don't understand the risks like this is what their risk tolerance is I should be comfortable with saying I completely get that and that's fair enough because most of that fear doesn't come from nowhere it's like deeply rooted money issues that we need to work out and work through together especially if I'm like we're building a future together but I would let them know this is what I've been doing with my money. This is how I've been investing and this is how I'll continue to invest. And this is like my strategy. Just so you know, like this is what I'm doing. When you hide stuff from your partner, it comes from a lack of trust. And we're not talking about silly little things, you know, like like you go to Target and you get a few things. There's levels, you know. I completely agree. I don't think I would be comfortable doing what's done in the situation but at the same time like you can see where this person is coming from or their Hmm. the reason for their justification and so they've invested in a startup but they haven't taken the time to educate their partner but they've educated themselves they're very comfortable with the risk they know what they're doing and I think because they feel like look I know what I'm doing it's an educated risk and I'm comfortable with it also it's my money it's not joint money but they're married so it's like Is she in the wrong for this? In my opinion, I think it's only as wrong as what you and your partner make it out to be. Like if between you and your partner, the conversations are whatever you do with your money is totally fine. If it's not in the joint bank account, don't tell me, don't worry about it. Then yeah, technically you're not doing anything wrong, but you're making an investment and that investment is in a startup. And when you invest in startups, they are more riskier than the everyday, I don't know, blue chip share or an investment fund. So you're taking on a greater level of risk. You could also have that do really well and it blow up. Would you share that money with your partner? Is that something that you would then pull together and go, hey, like the equivalent of like winning the lottery. Would you tell your partner if you won the lottery if you used it with money that's not from your shared account? But this is not just like a boyfriend. This is like your husband. Mm. That's what I was about to say as well. Like what if I I have this entire amount of wealth like acquired when we're older like what do I just not share my wealth with them and they like 
struggling, but we're splitting bills. Do you know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't make sense to me to like not let them be in the know. But what about on like the flip side of what if it does really poorly and like you need help and your husband's like, why are you okay? And then you have to be like, okay, like six months ago or like a year ago or a few years ago, I did this. And your husband's like, oh my gosh, what? I told you not to do that. For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it, from local pop-ups to global retailers, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple, increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win, win, win. To learn more about how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. I would rather it not be it. I told you so moment because I would be infuriated if someone said that to me. Sonia does not like a told you so moment. It is sometimes better to just like hold your tongue if you're if you're like, I want to tell her. Keep it to yourself. Yeah, literally. I have kept it to myself this entire time. <laughs> okay. I want to ask you what you're going to do in this situation. This is my opinion on this particular topic. If you are keeping investments from your partner for the sole reason that you don't think they'll understand it, I think you owe it to them to be like, just for an hour, I'm going to sit down with you. I'm going to tell you something I have already done. I have already invested this money. Let's have a chat about if that's like, because it might be totally fine with their partner. They might be like, oh, it was only $500, no stress. But if you invest like $2,000, tell me next time. Like, I think they deserve to know. And they deserve to be given the chance for you to try and explain it to them and go, this is what I've invested in and I'm comfortable with this risk and I need you to trust me on what I've done and let me explain to you what it is. And if they still don't get it, at least you've tried and at least you've gone, well, at least they're aware of it. But explaining it to them in a way of, if you don't understand it, I want you to know I'd still like to do this. I'd still like to do this with my part of my money. It's not like a coupled money. I think that just gives them the opportunity to hold it and try their best to understand it because it's in a way, to me, this kind of comes across like, oh, I wouldn't tell my partner that I did X, Y, Z out on a girl's night because they probably just wouldn't understand it and they'd probably get mad at me. And it's like, but you don't know that. Like, You should just tell them they deserve to know what you've done so they can decide if it even bothers them or not because it might not, but withholding it is just not the best way to go about it. And I get that this is a money confession and I get that you're not actually asking if you should tell them or not, but I would tell them. Mm. I just feel like we need to make the distinction, like they're married, okay? Mm. They've committed. It's not some man that they've been seeing for like three or four weeks and like they're just dropping salaries or they're not just getting started out. They're in a, <laughs> a very established relationship. It's marriage. 
And I feel like you're basing his reaction on assumption. I'm not here to tell you that we know your husband better than you know your husband and his tendencies and his mindset. I get that, but it is still based on assumption. And I feel like if you're confessing it and you're getting it out there, I feel like there should be some level of, okay, I kind of need to talk to my husband about it. Or you feel a little bit bad that you haven't told your husband about it because yeah, he doesn't even have the opportunity to be annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) about it. My thing is, is that one of the worst ways that lies are uncovered are in like groups of people, like when you're in a group setting and if you've invited someone over for lunch or like dinner and what if like one of your girlfriends that you've told them about this investment or this exciting thing that you're doing, they bring it up because they just assume that you've told your husband and then he's like, what is that? You know? That's embarrassing. Maybe that's the Leo in me coming out in terms of like public humiliation. Like I get really, I get secondhand embarrassed when that happens like at a party or if like a couple is arguing in front of someone else. And so it's like, don't do that. Don't put yourself in a situation where that might be the case. Absolutely not. So in summary, are you telling your husband? I am. Me too. I want to acknowledge the fact that you are brave <laughs> to send in this money confession. And we, I hope you like realize that at the end of the day, you are going to do what you want to do. And if you never tell him that's on you, that's okay in, in your capacity. If you feel like it actually wouldn't have bothered him, let the man decide, let the person decide what they are and aren't comfortable with. Because I think everyone has the right to be given the chance to be annoyed mm-hmm. and then give you the chance to like, go no but this is actually what it means and you need to respect what i'm doing yeah what if he's just like yeah that's fine it's not my money it's yours amazing <laughs> that's also a possibility <laughs> why why do we never think of the positives in these situations <laughs> we're like they would never understand <laughs> well i feel like that's probably a good place to wrap up this episode if you have a money confession or hot take that you want to send us give us all the details give us all the juicy gossip we want to know everything Send it through at hello at girlsatinvest.com or send us a DM and you may just be featured in next week's episode. Until next time, Sonia. Till next time, Sim. Bye. Bye. And as always, to finish off with our disclaimer, Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence.